What up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows, and on this episode, we have a lot to go over and a lot of things to talk about, so I'm just going to jump right in. But as always, our sponsors are Zencaster. If you guys don't know about Zencaster, it's an easier way to make a podcast in both audio and video formats. And if you guys want to get in on Zencaster and they provide you with all the tools and you end up going paid with them, that will be amazing. That'll be awesome. You're investing in your podcasting, either hobby or business. It does not matter. But if you want to invest with Zencaster, all you have to do is just head over to Zencaster.com forward slash pricing and use SCP as a special code offer to get 30% off your first month when you upgrade to a paid Zencaster plan. That is Zencaster.com forward slash pricing and using my special code at checkout SCP will give you that 30% off. Okay, so let's talk about a lot of things that maybe you have missed or heard in passing or did not hear at all. So I'm going to catch everybody up because I made a promise to myself that I will finish the G1 Climax. Today is August 13th, 2023. The finals have already been concluded. We automatically know who won, which, spoiler alert, I'm so sorry, it is Naito that won, and I apologize because it is a spoiler just in case if people were looking for like my full unbiased conversation about it, and I will get into that in a little bit, but Naito is our G1 winner for this year of 2023. Now, I stopped doing the G1 reviews back on 7-25-2023, so July 25th, 2023, and it wasn't because I was burnt out. It really wasn't. It was just a matter or so of having my Discord, and I said it once before that having a Discord takes a lot of work, especially if you don't have, like, the right people to keep it going, to keep it chatting, and I thought I had that. I really did. Now, come to find out, like, there are two people or were two people in there that were really disrespectful towards me. But I like to have conversations. I like to talk things out. And I'm not all about just banning people for the sake of banning people with an instant. Sometimes miscommunication happens. Sometimes you want to know someone else's perspective. And maybe that's what I care too much about is to know someone else's perspective. Because I grew up in an era where we were tolerant and we heard each other out. And even if we disagreed on stuff, that doesn't matter. That doesn't really impact our friendship if we could call it friendship, but just stay with me. It's not like now where like any little thing, it's like, oh, we're no longer friends, you know, and people just cut people off for the sake of it rather than trying to hear somebody out and trying to understand their perspective and stuff. So I was trying to be peacemaker in my discord. So now that the two people that were disrespectful to me completely out of my discord, I really did think that my discord died just because there was no more conversation. And I created my Discord to have wrestling chat forums for people to go in there, be safe, talk about the fandoms that they love. It could be anything about wrestling. So like 
WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, MOW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, you know, stuff like that, where they don't have to face the stupidity of other people on Twitter bombarding them and really making them feel like shit when they don't know them. So I wanted that kind of community in my Discord, and it was nice for a couple months and stuff, but it was still like a really big upkeep. Because I still wanted to try to use it as like maybe leverage to be like, look, this is how we grow a community. We're all in there talking together. We're all in there making sure that we're good and everything. But for some reason, because Discord is so niche that it was just really not great. It's not good to use as a community builder for wrestling, in my opinion. And this is, again, my second attempt to have a really good flourishing Discord. Now, the other thing, too, is that I was using the Discord to do play-by-play and reviews of the G1. And normally, I would like to just go straight through it and have everything there. But people can come back in later after I'm done with everything to discuss it, to reply to certain places and be like, oh, my God, that's so cool how you describe that, you know, that in my mind played out perfectly or just some type of reply to what I have. Sometimes I'll get people jumping in and going ahead of me when I'm like, I'm doing this in order. Like we'll get to that in a second. So after a while, it just kind of felt like I was doing a lot of the work, a lot of the heavy lifting. And this might sound like I'm complaining or, you know, not being grateful or whatever you want to label it, but this is what happened. And that's why I didn't, really produce much of the g1 stuff like i would watch it but then i was like where am i going to write down all of the notes that i need to i was starting to use my phone but i'm more used to taking a pen to paper and stuff like that so this podcast is all about just catching you up on like my thoughts where i've been what i've been doing uh because in addition to trying to keep up with the g1 which i have I've also been doing commentary work. I've also did vlogging slash doing a documentary for the Play NYC gaming convention that I have press passes to. And I also had offers from Millions.co. I have an offer from Cameo. And I also joined up with Backstage Army. So I want to get into all of that. And we can also talk about the G1 and stuff like that. Going forward, I will probably put out a general podcast about the G1 because there are some highlights that really do need to be talked about. That is why I basically say and ask you guys over and over and over again to sign up to the newsletter marieshadows.substack.com. That link is always going to be in the description down below of the podcast episodes because like I said, that newsletter is an extension of everything that I do. And in some cases, I don't feel it's appropriate to be like, let me take one podcast out of everything that I do to give you guys behind the scenes content of like, I was here, I was there, here are my thoughts about why I haven't been posting. I don't want to really do that on a podcast episode. I'm doing that in this one because I feel like I owe you guys something and it's easier to tell everybody and have everyone listen in and just go along my thoughts. And then the next episode, we'll get back to our regular scheduled programming. 
But I would love for everybody here that are following me on Spotify, that listen to my podcast episodes, sign up to marieshadows.substack.com so that way you guys are in the know of what I think, what I'm doing, why I haven't been posting, like anything I could think of to give you guys updates and stuff. Currently over on the newsletter, because I don't have any new G1 episodes to give to everybody, I basically updated everyone on the elite signing extension contracts, not necessarily re-signing contracts, but extension contracts, which let's take a moment to talk about that for a second. I find it very, very odd and very, very sus that wrestlers who are in All Elite Wrestling would sign extension contracts and not try to renegotiate their contract to re-sign their contract. I find it sus when they're like, yeah, I just want an extension. That's all I want. So you're telling me that you don't want anything new. You don't want any more security. You don't want a safety net just in case if some shit goes down and AEW is done or some shit happens and you're not protected. But you want an extension on your contract that you already have. To me, that's bad business. To me, that's like you're way too comfortable and you don't think of any other variables that can happen and then if it does happen if you're not protected then you're asked out so I would always this is my own personal thing I would always want to renegotiate my contract whether that be for more money if it was available more deals if that was available if I could get that you know just something a little bit extra or like you know to do more freelancing work or just something that would benefit you or me in this case, and I'm talking about my personal stuff, stuff that will benefit me and then also try to get more eyes on the product as well. Like I would always try to renegotiate my contract rather than asking for an extension. Like I said before, if you ask for an extension, I'm going to think you're sus. That's just really, really sus behavior to be like, I just want an extension. I don't really care about my contract. And sometimes people could say, oh, well, you know, the elite are not in it for the money. If the elite were not in it for the money, then they wouldn't be popping out T-shirts like it's the super trend of they have to make money. So if they weren't nicknamed or also known as like the T-shirt company, then you guys could definitely say that, that they're not in for the money. But if you do say that they're not in for the money, then how do you explain all those t-shirts that got made and people keep buying it? Of course, the elite are in it for the money. Also on marieshadows.substack.com, also on the newsletter, the Square Circle Society, I also updated everybody that for SummerSlam, WWE has partnered back up with Slim Jim. And that's amazing that we have Slim Jim back into the wrestling world and I talked about it. I put it up on the newsletter. Again, guys, signing up to the newsletter means that you get an extension of things that we don't talk about on the podcast show. So marieshadows.substack.com. Also, we're kind of four posts away from having 400 posts in total. So I think that's cause for a celebration. 
just like we have passed the 300 mark of this podcast show, the Square Circle Podcast. All right. So the next thing to update you guys on is that over the beginning of the month, I was going to be like over this past weekend. No, it was August 5th and 6th. I was at a gaming convention called Play NYC. Play NYC is the place to be to test out local games from New York City, from game developers, and sometimes even from out-of-state game developers. So myself and Ravage Dragon got press passes because we've done documentaries slash vlogging content for them in the past, and they remembered us, so we're back there again. And the vlog is currently being made right now, and it's going to be probably up sometime later this week. And it was a blast. I really love being at these conventions. I love hanging out with gamers and game developers. And we definitely sat down to play a bunch of games. So like board games, card games, RPGs. And we also tested out a wrestling game that's coming out later this year as a demo. And then it will come out in spring of 2024. And it's all about Olympic wrestling. So collegiate style wrestling, that Greco-Roman style wrestling, that game is coming out in spring of 2024, and I am excited for it. I was happy to be there, happy to really talk about that game with them for like an hour, maybe two hours, just because we had a lot of things in common. So we knew some wrestlers together. I've interviewed Ray Jazz on the Square Circle podcast. And I talked to Ray Jazz's first ever coach at NYU. His name is Mario. And we bonded over that. And it's just really amazing that the company that he had was amazing and telling me about the game. And I'm going to be helping them out and stuff. And you guys are going to hear the interview. It's a very short interview. I think I did like five minutes of talking about the game, maybe like six minutes. And then there's like gameplay and stuff. Um, So you're going to see that on the vlog, but the interview is going to come here to the Square Circle podcast. So it's all about collegiate style wrestling. And even though that's really not my huge thing, but without collegiate style wrestling, without Olympic wrestling, without Greco-Roman wrestling, we would not have anything today that is professional wrestling. It is because of that foundation that I have such a very high respect for that we can appreciate today's wrestling because that's like the really basic fundamentals if we go back is that collegiate style wrestling. Now, I know everybody is so used to the spectacle and the big WWE production and like New Japan production and everywhere else production, but without any of that, you got to really say thank you to the birth of everything, the forerunner, the father of it all, if you want to say that, which is Greco-Roman wrestling. And I really had a fun time testing it out. And it's very simple to play. Very simple to play. Not very complicated. It's not like super complicated like a WWE game or an AEW game where there's a bunch of buttons. This one is very simple. And you have to really counter your opponent. So you have to make sure that you're able to have really well timing with your fingers and the speed and everything like it was just really fun to be in that atmosphere to try out the game to talk to the guys 
get the gameplay and really going to tell the world about it. And we're going to have some really cool stuff. They have some really cool stuff. They have like a huge vision for this game and the headgear in this game. You can also buy the stuff that you see in this game. But like I said, more info will come out later. That's what I remember during our interview, the first one. Uh, I had to do a second one because the first one, for some reason, had no sound. It was the weirdest thing, like the sound completely cut out. So we had to do it again. And I'm very thankful for Mario and his team to, you know, have me do it again. And I can't wait for you guys to test out this new wrestling game later on this year. And then it comes out in spring of 2024. And I really hope that it is a great hit because this is something that we don't have in the wrestling space. Everyone still tries to make the same wrestling game, just stick on something different. And this one is a little bit more different. When I say stick on something different, I mean stick on like a different name. But we all know it's professional wrestling. It's like, how new can we get? You know, this is how new we could get with this Olympic style of wrestling, the Olympic style. And by the way, the name of the game is called Tech fall supreme can't wait for you guys to try it i am going to be streaming that on twitch.tv forward slash maria underscore shadows if you have not followed me there please go do so as well twitch.tv forward slash maria underscore shadows and you're probably wondering why i'm no longer saying kick.com forward slash maria shadows which by the way you guys can follow me there too I may end up, you know, doing both switching back and forth and then also doing millions.co, but it's not really important to talk about why I decided to maybe try my hand again at Twitch, but it's just one of those things of like, I am an all around wrestling analyst. Everyone around me are gamers and if I were to really be like, hey, I'm a wrestling fan, all I do is talk about wrestling. That's because that's my passion and that's what I want to accomplish more than anything. There were wrestling fans in there. It's just that I didn't get the support that everyone else would get because they're gamers. Now, this is based on my experience, not really going to be causing drama or trouble. But if you wanted to know, it was just that, again, I didn't feel like I fit in. And then if you were to give your opinion, people will play the victim. And it's like, I don't want that. That's not for my brand. And I don't believe in that you want to get your way. And the only way to get your way is to play victim when you're trying to let them know to protect the image of what you're trying to put out there. Listen, you can do whatever you want, but sometimes if you want to do a community thing, everybody has to be on board with the bigger philosophy, the bigger picture of it, and make sure that the PR is always good. Also, I don't have any misplaced anger towards the bigger streamers. You know, it can get frustrating that the bigger streamers will have a bigger following and they'll get most of the donations the subs and more word of mouth like I totally get that I totally get the frustration behind you know seeing the big streamers in what they do and then like looking at your stuff and you're like well why can I get that 
and then to use that as your fuel to sort of be like, well, you can't deny me any longer. You're going to have to look at my stuff and sort of push this anger of that. We're going to take what's ours. We're going to basically be all angry about it. Not everyone's going to feel that way. And everyone's content is different. And if your content turned out the same way as the big streamer, like once you get there, what's really going to happen? Like, are you going to feel satisfied that you get there? Like building a community and streaming, you're competing with everybody of all different types of content. And not one content fits the box, fits the mold. And so you have a bunch of viewers and friends and family and they can watch whatever they want. They like whatever they want. The way to grow as a streamer and a content creator, it's very simple. It keeps getting talked about over and over again. And that's networking. That's talking with people. And I understand that when people network in the streaming community or even in any other community, you have snakes, you have backstabbers, you have people that are all in it for themselves, which is you know, I guess to be expected because we sort of created this as a normal thing or just that humans in general have that in them of like, don't trust anybody. However, you know, if you keep working at it and growing, it's going to take some time. None of this is overnight. So I don't want the negativity to come through my stuff, even though like, I'm guilty of it as well, but I'm not going to let that fuel me to be like, look at me, I'm the best in the world. I could definitely tell you that I'm the best at what I do when it comes to professional wrestling. No one could touch me on that. And there goes my confidence for that. That's because I look at things in a very analytical way. I look at things from all sides and I try to understand other people's perspectives rather than just clamping down of like, no, it's black and white, this and that, you know, you don't know about wrestling. You don't know about this. When I'm like, I know a lot more than you. When I am on the front lines and not doing any type of clickbait titles from my home on my armchair. So there's a difference. Now, to get back to the whole streaming thing, as much as I did feel that there was a sense of community and people being nice and people being generous, because you did really get that. You got a feel of people being generous and people being nice. However, it wasn't going to benefit me at all. Maybe the one thing was going to benefit me was getting the chance to partner up with DDP. However, I think I would have been the only one because most people did not want a fitness thing. Because again, gamers are so used to being in this tunnel vision of like, I have to game, 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 game to get like, all the views, all the money and stuff, and don't know how to pivot from their content to do something a little bit different that might, you know, lessen a load or lessen a burden. So that way they don't have to feel like they have to compete seven days a week, streaming, you know, getting people in their chat and all this kind of stuff, like trying to build it up in a fast way. Because again, I think I'm the only one that really love, have a passion for, and respect the hell out of professional wrestling and know about DDP's career, I was the only one. There's also someone else too, but I am like a huge wrestling advocate, 
know about wrestling. You guys know this. But there goes my explanation for why I decided to sort of just move away quietly. And again, I'm not trying to start any drama. This is just based off of my experiences. And I'm not sure if anyone is going to take this and run with it. If you do, shame on you. Shame on everyone else. But this is just something because someone had asked me, oh, are you going back to Twitch? And I had to be like, I never left Twitch. I never really did. I just decided to take a break and reassess my options and just test the water with things. Because as a content creator, you go where the money goes. You go where the viewers go. And sometimes you have to make decisions or want to just feel out certain things and you go and do what's best for you. Even though they say you don't need to explain to anybody, but I'd rather do that with this. So yeah, tomorrow is August 14th. I have an interview scheduled with Vinny Pacifico on twitch.tv forward slash Marie underscore shadows. Also, if I'm not honest with you guys, then what's the point? I try to make or keep everything at least honest and transparent with you guys. This is why this is an update episode. If you want to, you could totally skip this episode, but it's up to you. You don't have to. Okay, so we got the streaming out the way. We got the newsletter out the way. We have Play NYC out the way. Let's talk about commentary for a second. So in the background, I have been doing commentary gigs. As you know, I am the voice of Goddesses of War Wrestling, and I've done their two shows. Yesterday was the North Carolina show that combined Titan and Goddesses and other wrestling promotions together in North Carolina to celebrate Andre the Giant's birthday. And I couldn't go to do commentary for that show because I had no money the bus that they were trying to rent fell through. So I was basically like, I can't really do anything. However, you guys will see me and hear me on September 16th in New Jersey for that double header that we're going to be having, which is Titan and Goddesses. So Goddesses will be first, Titan will be next. So yeah, I've done commentary for Goddesses of War Wrestling, which has been amazing. I love Goddesses of War Wrestling. I love the women. They're awesome. They're great. And then I branched out into Invictus Pro Wrestling. And I have my tryout commentary match for the women's match. I commentated the women's match. And then I also commentated the main event, which had to be changed from Jay Bougie versus Akira to Jay Bougie versus Flip Gordon. You guys do not want to miss it. It's going to be on IWTV. And yeah, I get to make my debut on IWTV for Invictus Pro Wrestling as a commentator there. And it was super fun, super great. I really do love the venue that we had. We were at the Bronx Brewery and it's called We Outside. And it's amazing. The chef was amazing. The chef fed us. Okay, he fed us these chopped cheese empanadas and like other mixed empanadas and he also has a dessert there which is a red velvet empanada guys you have not lived until you tried a red velvet empanada that thing was amazing it was airy it was light it was everything you could dream of but i am really like you guys got to go to the bronx brewery and you guys gotta get some beer get some food and i highly recommend the place it is outside. Well, it's inside and outside. 
The backyard is really nice. You're right next to the Amtrak train and also the other service trains that pass on by. So it will be a little loud. And it basically looks like it's in the middle of nowhere. But it's like one of those underground places where you know about it. And not many people know about it. And that's what makes it very niche, very intimate. And everybody that was booked yesterday for Invictus Pro Wrestling, We Outside, I know all of them. They're all my buddies. They're all my homies. And they were amazing from start to finish. The crowd was amazing from start to finish. And I really can't thank each and every one of them enough to really put on a solid performance, a solid show. And you guys are going to be in for a treat when it goes on IWTV. And I would like to say that, you know, a huge thank you to Jared Diaz. I caught up with him. I fucked up our little caught up session. I really fucked it up. <laughs> it taught me to not be perfect. That lesson was a fucking teachable moment that for me not to be perfect. And because it's a teachable moment, yes, I will be just uploading that little interview up on the Square Circle podcast for you guys to know that it's okay to be imperfect. It's okay to get things wrong. It's okay to not remember stuff because you're floating on cloud nine and on the energy of the crowd, the energy of the wrestlers and having feel good moments, eating amazing food, hanging out with friends. Like I was on cloud nine the whole entire night. Really, I was. So I fucked up the interview, but it was fun. But huge shout out to Jared Diaz. If you guys are not booking Jared Diaz, please go do so. Jared Diaz drove me home because it was late and because it's in the Bronx. Like, you don't want to be out walking around by yourself, even though I was like 13 minutes away from my house. But thanks to Jared and his family, like so fucking awesome. I can't say enough good things about him. I can't say enough good things about everyone else on that card, you know really great atmosphere and I really got the chance to do commentary with my buddy Alphonse who was a referee and unfortunately during COVID he got really bad COVID that first round of COVID but luckily he's still here with us and he transitioned into being a commentator and it was amazing I even told him that I was in awe of him and his ability and it sort of was a little like nerve wracking and sort of like, what the fuck am I doing here? But him and Pete made me feel at home, made me feel welcome, even though I was testing the waters out. A huge shout out to Alex as well for allowing me to come by and do commentary and test out the waters. And a really big shout out to Jay Bougie if Jay Bougie ever gets this far into the podcast and hear me shout him out. He knows why. He knows why. Don't worry. Like one of these days we should just do like, I don't know, a tell all podcast. Not really a tell all thing, but, you know, I want to say my thank yous to everybody. And in addition to talking about Invictus Pro Wrestling for We Outside, I did a little mini vlog that's going to come together. I'm going to do a little mini write up. So, again, make sure that you are following MarieShadows.substack.com and then I'll do a podcast to accompany the mini vlog and also the write up so that you guys can have like extra content, extra thoughts and ideas that I didn't really think of and really had to sit down and look at everybody and just really talk about some things. 
definitely not trying to reveal a lot of things, but you know, I could definitely do like maybe something, but you guys get extra content because of that. But I can't really thank you guys enough for having me there. And basically, you know, me just being the great hostess that I am. If one of these guys needed a water, I was there to go get it. Like, I don't fuck around when it comes to events like this that I'm booked on. I want to make sure that not only do I do my job as a commentator to get your story over, to get whatever I need to get over, but I'm always looking out for the boys, meaning that like if they can't go back out there because of kayfabe reasons, then I'm your girl to be like, bro, let me go get you that water. Let me go get you that food. Like I'll go back and forth to bring you whatever you need. Just if I have like downtime, if I don't have downtime, then like I really can't. But if I have downtime and I check in on the boys, I always make sure that they are good and ready to go. And that's because it's a team effort. That's what people forget about this business is that it's a team effort. Yes, there are some dark times. Yes, there are some stupid shit that goes on. Yes, there's a lot of politics that go on where people want to get their fucking spot. But you know what happens after they get their spot? They become forgettable. So guess what? You rather be a team. And the more you be a team, the more everyone talks about you. You're not being forgotten. So it's best to be a team. And, you know, things happen in real life where like people just go on different paths, but they will remember you for being so kind to them that eventually you will circle back and you guys will be a team again. That's how it works in this business. And if you don't understand that, then, you know, you're lost. You're going to be at the top of the mountain, so fucking lonely and without the love and support that you really need to survive in this business. This business is cutthroat. This business is not it. I should say this business shouldn't be high school, but most people haven't left the high school phase to understand what it means to be a professional wrestler or be a professional. When you are a professional, more doors open for you, more opportunities open for you, and you get remembered more because the more you give to people, more they are going to be receptive to people and help you out or give you advice or whatever the case may be. So yeah, I had a wonderful time at Invictus. I had a wonderful time catching up with best friends and buddies and stuff and just talking about where I've been, what I've been doing and hearing from people that they are proud of me and uh, for me to keep going. And again, this is all that I know. This is my huge passion. I may not be a wrestler inside that ring, but I have worked for WWE in the past. I have created this podcast. I have given people a platform on my podcast. We have talked about stuff, interviewed stuff. I do the Tape Study Tuesdays, which I have to get back on and really commit to that because the ultimate goal Aside from working for New Japan Pro Wrestling, I say that every single fucking time. But the other goals are basically to make sure that the wrestlers know that they have to push themselves. And if they have to work on things, I'm there to give them feedback. I'm there to work with them, brainstorm with them and be like, hey, here's an idea. What do you think about this or what do you think about that? Like in the locker room for Invictus. I've never seen such more determined people to put on the best show that they can ever do. And I've seen it in many different locker rooms that these guys are passionate about it. But for some reason, when you get people from New York City, people from the Bronx, 
we are totally fucking different. And I'm going to say that and I'm probably going to stick my flag in the ground, but we are different. And by the way, Landon Hale is from Kentucky. I believe he's from Kentucky. And I had, you know, I should probably be saying this in the podcast episode of Invictus, but I'm going to just briefly say it right here that Landon Hale is a New Yorker. We're going to claim him because, man, like I said, this group of guys that work so hard to tell a fantastic story on the Invictus card for We Outside. Yeah, Landon Hale is a New Yorker. You know, he can be part-time Kentucky, but he works like a New Yorker, which I appreciate. Um, I didn't get the chance to really speak to him like I wanted to, but I'll tell more of that in the actual podcast episode of Invictus. So let me wrap up the Invictus part because I'm going to give away a lot of shit that I really hold dear to my heart, really had a lot of fun with and, you know, put some more people over because that's what I do. I love what I do. And everybody knows that everybody knows it. I just like putting people over who are very hardworking, ambitious, and they love what they do. And they really did that day at We Outside of Invictus Pro Wrestling. I really do hope that I get booked again on Invictus Pro Wrestling. We'll see what happens in the future. But for right now, I am still smiling because it was fucking amazing, man. Really amazing. And getting to hang out with Flip again was really cool, too. Uh, So, yeah. So let me wrap up the Invictus part. That's it for Invictus. I think I covered everything that I've been doing and why I haven't been producing the G1 content. So in the upcoming episodes, just know that I will have a general quick update about the G1, about the highlights that you should be looking out for, the stories that you should be looking out for. I'm definitely going to rant about Will Ospreay changing the United States heavyweight championship belt to the UK belt. Man, that shit pissed me off. So I'm going to be talking about that. Then talking about Eddie Kingston for his first ever G1 and anything else I could think of. And basically, if you guys made it all the way through, do not take what I say personally about why I went back to Twitch versus Kick and my comments about Kick and stuff like that in the community and whatnot. Those guys have a very good heart and they have a very good mind on their shoulders. It's just that there are things that I just don't agree with or believe in so heartily so I don't want to be associated with that after me building up my own brand that's the thing too I've built my brand Marie Shadows the Square Circle Podcast the Square Circle Society I've built my brand from the ground up with no extraness behind it meaning no machine behind it meaning no big community that will help me push even though we sort of all kind of retweet each other's work but that's a little bit different so the brand that I created Marie Shadows the Square Circle Podcast the Square Circle Society was all built by me so if I don't believe in the stuff that I am a part of or was a part of 
and they do something where bad press gets to be on them, that bad press is going to be on me. So I decided to get out while I can to protect my brand. And sometimes streamers think that they need a huge community to be a part of, to be seen, to be welcome, to get those viewers. If you guys should spend a little time, maybe an hour, two hours of talking to other people and not necessarily selling yourself, but being like, hey, how's it going? You know, I've been in your streams a couple of times. I enjoyed the gameplay or like, hey, you know, do you want to collaborate and talk about this game with me? Or do you want to collaborate with me? I'm making a list of, you know, people's favorite top five games and I want to include you because I enjoyed your commentary on something or I enjoyed your gameplay or I enjoyed that you answered a fan in your chat about the type of games that you like to explore. And I think that that'll work for my upcoming list, my upcoming video of streamers top five. So like that kind of stuff is how you build and collaborate and how to really grow your own brand without needing the community. Because most of the time, let's face it, the community, they're all a bunch of real life people they, they are a bunch of real life people that have real life jobs, that have real life lives, and sometimes they won't always be there for you. And you have to learn how to navigate the waters on how to build your own brand and not rely on anyone else to do it, not rely on anyone else to be your voice, even though that's always a good thing, you know. So this is going to be a double-edged sword to really think about it, where it's going to be it's going to sound hypocritical, but trust me, it's not. There's a way to be someone's active voice on their behalf, but also don't use that as a way of you, the creator, to lean on that because you do have to take control of your own destiny, take control of your own content, get out there, talk to people, collaborate with people, explain to people like you had this idea of making this video. Is it okay that we could feature something from you? Do you want to have a quote in the video? That's what like people in the wrestling community do in a way. And I know I'm probably giving away secrets, but it's all right. This is for free, right? Like it's free. The only thing that pays the bills right now are the, the ads that are going to be on this podcast episode. And I feel like I'm talking too much, but yeah. So if you want to collaborate with people, the easiest way to build your brand is by talking with them, being on panels. And I don't know why streamers don't really do this as much of like, having panel discussions of their favorite game or a topic of like their top five favorite NES games or their top five favorite PlayStation games or like the best skins for this or the best skins for that. Like tap into panel discussions, guys. Tap into discussions where it's a Q&A, where they can really ask you questions or, you know, you prepare some questions or be like, go answer the top questions that Google has all the time. But in like what top gamers are asking nowadays, like that's how you go and build your brand. That's how you go and build what you want to be about. But if you are not with a community that's going to emphasize that or try to really push that forward 
And, you know, on the Internet, misinformation spreads like wildfire. And the moment that a community gets some type of wildly misinformation stuck on them, you know, eventually bad PR is going to follow. And so that's going to hurt you, content creator, in the end. So basically, take this as what you will. I have no ill will towards anybody else. I'm just telling you my experience, telling you my thoughts, and that's not really a wrong thing. I can have an opinion about this. I can have experiences about this. And I gave you guys like a blueprint to really go and use it and build your own identity. That's what I did. I built my own identity and I did so much hard work that I don't want it to come crumbling down. If it ever comes crumbling down, that's going to be my fault. But if someone else is the catalyst for that, nah, I'm not having that. So find me on twitch.tv forward slash Marie Shadows. Find me on marieshadows.substack.com. Find me on marieshadows.backstagearmy.com. And again, guys, if you want to help out myself, the channel, this podcast episode, all you have to do if you want to start your own podcast stuff Head over to Zencaster.com forward slash pricing, enter an SCP for that 30% off when you go paid. And that will help you become the best podcaster in the world because this is made on Zencaster. But yeah, don't take anything personally. This is just my observations. I wish nothing but the best for everyone that is doing live streaming, content creation, it's just that my experience is different from your experience. And I'm not saying to not do this, not do that. Just have an open mind. You'll be fine. And you'll be fantastic. Because I know that people might end up getting angry or not. I don't know how they're going to receive this. But this is just a general update of me talking where I've been, what I've been doing. And again, I really do push that you sign up to marieshadows.substack.com to know about upcoming stuff, my life updates, anything like that. Because again, I feel like all this stuff here is not really part of the brand. So if you want to know what goes on in my life and the things that I do behind the scenes, marieshadows.substack.com. And I wish everyone a wonderful, wonderful Sunday and a wonderful, happy, creating, fulfilled life. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this whole entire episode of updates and thoughts and opinions and even the blueprint of how to build your own identity in the content creation world. Because it could seem like a very tall order, a very big hassle, but I gave you a mini blueprint. You guys could do whatever you want with it, which is totally fine. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'll see you guys on the next one.